Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, the 1st of November. Today, why Warney wants Steve Smith dropped, the Kiwi star set to kick off the NRL free agent frenzy, and Shaq has some parenting advice. But first... Yeah, maybe. But it turns out they're smarter than Collingwood footballers. Collingwood trouble magnet Jordan Degoe has been stood down indefinitely after being hit with serious charges following a nightclub brawl in New York. It's alleged Degoe and his tattoo artist friend groped a woman before assaulting a man who came to her aid. Jordan Degoe might be Jordan Degoeing to jail after he and mate Luke Dyson were arrested in New York in the early hours of Saturday morning and charged with assault and forcible touching. It sounds horrible. It does sound unpleasant, doesn't it? A 35-year-old woman called the police and claimed she was groped by the two men on the dance floor of a New York hotel. And when her friend tried to intervene, he was then allegedly assaulted by the Aussie pair. I know. This is messed up. These guys, they're idiots. The pair spent the day in custody before pleading not guilty to the charges and were released Saturday night. And while Dugowie now has to probably stay put in New York City until his December 8th court date, there might not be any point in him coming home. The Pies have stood him down indefinitely. They released a statement a short time ago in which they said they were deeply disappointed. Jordan Dugowie's Collingwood career now very much in the balance. So it would seem Collingwood has a decision to make. After a year in which they had to sack their coach and favourite son Nathan Buckley because of continued poor on-field results, they've been accused of institutionalised racism and they've been dealing with constant infighting at board level. Now, they have to decide whether or not to cut loose a player who's got a rap sheet as long as any in the game, as far as off-field indiscretions go. Do they cut that player, their best player, do they cut him loose for good? Make a decision. Just make a decision. If you're an Aussie cricket fan, chances are you're all too aware of the ass-kicking we were handed by England over the weekend in the T20 World Cup. But for the sake of what little journalistic integrity this podcast has, I'm going to have to play some audio from said ass-kicking, so you might want to close your ears. Down the pitch straight away, as he nipped it, he has! He has Chris Wokes again! Oh, toe end of the bat, should be out, yeah, absolutely! Oh, what a catch! Oh, close, very close, surely out. Yes, given. Yes! Close and given. The Poms made light work of Australia winning by eight wickets, but as you'd expect, after such a loss, we've come together as a nation. We've united behind our team and we've backed in our boys to get the job done next time. Well, everyone except Shane Moore. I don't believe Steve Smith, as much as we love him, he's fantastic, he's awesome. I don't think he's ever... A nailed T20. He can't even make it in the, in uh, four overseas players in IPL. He doesn't make it in any of those teams. Yep, Warney wants Steve Smith dropped from the Aussie lineup, claiming he simply can't get the job done in the T20 format. And let's face it, Shane Keith Warne is one of the greatest cricket minds ever known. He revolutionised the art of spin bowling and no doubt has a well-thought-out analysis of how the Aussies should move forward in the tournament from here. You've got to start bashing it. You just have to bash it and get into beast mode. Time to unleash the beast. Okay, so it doesn't sound super technical, but when Warney says beast mode... 
He means Mitch Marsh. Mitch Marsh has to play. And he also thinks coach Justin Langer should drop keeper Matthew Wade and bring in the explosive hitting but untried Josh Inglis for his Aussie debut. It's time for us as a people to start making some changes. Australia will next face Bangladesh Thursday night and if you've missed any of the action from the tournament so far or for some reason you want to relive that thumping we were handed by the Poms, you can catch up on all of it with KO Minis. Today, the NRL free agency frenzy begins. Oh my God! Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm! From today, any NRL player whose current contract expires at the end of the 2022 season can sign a new deal with a different club for 2023 and beyond. To infinity and beyond! And the list of players eligible to sign new contracts is long and prestigious. It includes Panthers Premiership stars Viliami Kikau and Happy Corusau, Parramatta pair Reed Money and Clint Gutherson, and the Storm rep duo of Brandon Smith and Christian Welch. Impressive. But it's widely expected that one of the earliest and biggest money deals will involve Roosters Kiwi star Joey Manu. And it goes for Manu. And Manu trying to ride a headline of his own. Flick pass for Ferguson. Kicks it in field. Players flying. Roosters Manu scores. Manu, who has plied his trade mostly as a centre, is reportedly keen to make a switch to either fullback or 5'8". Two positions, though, at current club the Roosters that are filled by rep stars James Tedesco and Luke Keary. But his homeland team, the New Zealand Warriors, are in desperate need for a player in both those positions and would be prepared to pay Manu handsomely to come back across the Dutch. So, now we wait to see if money talks for Joey. Show me the money. And before we go, it's time to get some parenting advice from an unlikely source. Oh, a facial served up by Shaquille O'Neal. Shaq, the big Aristotle, Diesel, one of the most dominant basketball players in the history of the game, is also one of the richest players of all time, with an estimated net worth of over $500 million. That big bank of his comes thanks to his various sponsorships, business enterprises, and of course, being able to put the ball in the basket so well. But Shaq is also a father, of six, in fact. And over the weekend, he shared some home truths with his kids and the world. My kids are older now, and they're kind of upset with me. Not really upset, but they they don't understand. Because I tell them all the time, we ain't rich, I'm rich. (laughs) Speaking to the Earn Your Leisure podcast, Shaq made it very clear, there are no handouts at the O'Neill house. Shaq insists that if his kids want some money, they need to earn it. You gotta have bachelors or masters, and then if you want me to invest in one of your companies, you're gonna have to present it, boom, 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 bring it to me. I'll let you know, I'm not giving you nothing. And while I'm sure his kids are probably thinking, Dad, you've got half a billion dollars. Help me out, please. I would also like to remind Shaq's kids that their father is a seven foot one giant who weighs just shy of 150 kilos. So if he says you need to go and get a masters, you go and get a masters. And that is your fast, fun hit of sport. Kickstart a brand new week now. Don't forget, tomorrow is the race that stops a nation, the Melbourne Cup. So we will, of course, be rolling out the scorecards Melbourne Cup special. Who wins, who won't, and which one of the many ponies running in the race has the heartwarming story that'll leave you whipping them home in the final turn. You don't want to miss it. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the scorecard. Listener.